0: Welcome to Fun Point, in the podcast where two friends voice each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Bound to put a blanket on my bed. Is that, is that, is that something our friend uh, Bobbert says on this? Yeah, album? you listened. You listened. You heard him say it. <laughs> I did.
1: It's, he said, "This is a chorus for one of my songs on one of the greatest albums of all time." I'm going to go bound <laughs> to
0: put a blanket on my bed. Uh. Yeah, this week we're talking about Bob Dylan. Highly. You opened
1: the show. You've opened the show 15 times by saying we force each other to listen to new music. Mm-hmm. And
0: what do you how would you compare this to Aaron's party come get it? Um definitely a different energy. Um Aaron's party was kind of about doing a prank on like a fast food worker, but it doesn't <laughs> really make any sense. And then you sing, um, like, Day Bow Bow, Chicka Chicka, <laughs> for three <laughs> songs. True, you do do that. Um, this one's more, like, it, it's definitely a product of the times, because Aaron was singing about, like, his party and his brother who's in the NSYNC or whatever, and, uh, his shoes. Um, it seemed that... When did this album come out? 19... 1965. five. Sixty five. Okay, smack dab in the middle of the 60s. It seemed like the only thing they had going on then were, like, uh, junkyards, uh, <laughs> the circus, and a train. And that's like, true, that's... yeah.
1: If if we can say one thing, it's that not a lot happened in the 1960s.
0: Yeah, kind of a boring time for everyone. No long-lasting impacts. Um, no. Everyone said, Ah, this album's not gonna... Whatever.
1: <laughs> So how do you square your sort of complicated feelings on Bob Dylan's Highway 61 Revisited, one of the greatest albums of all time, Rolling Stone's number one pick? Uh,
0: well, what I, what I know But that's kind of an inside job. From the, like, public, just, like, cultural osmosis that I know from things about Bob Dylan is that one time he was just, he was, like, um playing an acoustic guitar. He had a grandpa's guitar and then he went electric and everyone said, "Wow, that's fucked up, man." That's how they talked back then. Um,
1: yeah, cuz they didn't th- have a lot of music back then. They so didn't it was have very confusing when the one guy did it different.
0: Yeah. Um and there is acoustic guitar on this album. Uh and it yeah. sounds like shit. Uh, right. it sounds like when you put the guitar setting on your Casio keyboard. So I don't know what everyone was so like up in arms <laughs> about because No, listen. I I know that I've, I'm have i having a laugh by making you listen
1: to Bob Dylan, but I didn't pick the and Bob Dylan, his second album, because I knew that you would have found nothing in that one. <laughs> there was nothing for Eddie in this one. This one at least has a fun slide whistle. It has, like, some big band music.
0: This one has a fucking Looney Tunes factory going on with the song about, like, the Bible or whatever. Yeah. It's a <laughs> he went a little nutty. He went
1: a little nutty. And yeah, this was like, I think, his second uh Electric Dylan album. There's people, there's like famous incidents where like people went to his concert. And mm-hmm. when he started, when he like plugged into his electric guitar, people would literally scream Judas at him. Cool. Because they wanted to hear the Fozzie song, I
0: guess. <laughs> they wanted to hear Judas in Judas in my mind. Yeah, Let's I'm becoming. <laughs> This is going to be a fun episode. Yeah, it's going to be fun. How do you how do you
1: sort of square your complicated feelings with Mr. Robert Zimmerman, mm-hmm. Dylan, over Bruce Springsteen inducting him into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and saying, you know, Elvis freed your body, but Bob Dylan freed your mind. And like how this sort of, this was a seminal album for Mr. Springsteen.
0: I mean, Poe Body's Um, If you grew up in this time, like we we already mentioned that was the only... Um, yeah by 1980 there
1: were seven to eight bands
0: exactly and like three of them were variations on the beatles so yeah. if if <laughs> if bruce springsteen made the same exact music but it was like 15 years later he'd be inducting like um i don't know he'd be he'd be like one of my biggest influences was nas so yeah,
1: the day the music of... died was very literal. It, uh-huh. There wasn't any for like fifteen years after it, that. They had and then no Bob level. Dylan was born.
0: <laughs> Everyone else had to learn how to make. We music. forgot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like the the Big Bopper was like was like brand. It's like if you kill him, all the music goes. Yeah, away. the big
0: the Big Bopper caused the dark ages of music <laughs> to happen. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I. I okay uh, so first first song we have here is like a rolling stone that's the famous bob dylan song that everyone knows um this is the this, one if this this is the most vampire times shit i've ever seen it's on the side where genius is definitely gonna there's gonna be no none of my footprints but there's still gonna be two sets of footprints and one is brooks and the other is genius while we go through yeah. this yeah um, it says, radio DJs initially hesitated to play it due to its groundbreaking six-minute length.
1: <laughs> <laughs> six minutes, dude. The what songs... else were you doing in 1965?
0: It, 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 see, when I looked at this track listing, I said, nine songs! That should be, like, 32 minutes. <laughs> no, it's, like, 57. But, uh-huh. and, and then I'm thinking about it, it's like, yeah, in that time, like you, like, everyone just had, you know, they could just hang out and do whatever and listen to a song on the radio that goes five minutes and forty three seconds. And that's the radio edit of it. Um but it says the song became a smash hit, reaching number Here's... two on the charts behind the Beatles help. Yeah,
1: that's the radio edit. He wanted to get a little nuttier uh. with it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which song would you rather listen to right now?
0: Help or like Help Rolling or like Stone? a Rolling
1: Stone. But it's you have to listen to like two and a half helps so it's just as long.
0: It to to equal the length I'd probably pick like a Rolling Stone. Yeah. Um I just anybody hell. Yeah, I like a Rolling Stone. There's yeah. there's a little bit more going on. Like you know if I'm not picking I Wanna Hold Your Hand or whatever. That's no, the horseshit song.
1: You like it better when they, they put the L S D in their mouths and they say we're an octopus now.
0: Yeah. Um Charles Manson Ringo, isn't it. Ringo shout out to Ringo. Um shout out to the one time um my friend friend of the show, Chris, was over at my house and we were playing Beatles rock band before we went to the party that I would eventually, like, meet Kim at. Right. And um my dad came into the room because Chris was singing Octopus's Garden too loud. And he's like, can you boys tone it down? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop, you're opening my mind too much.
0: Yeah, I, listen, I really would like to be under the sea, but can we please uh-huh. not do that right now? Thanks, boys. <laughs> so... The first time
1: Bruce Springsteen ever heard Bob Dylan I don't know if you know this
2: Mm -hmm.
1: He was in the car with his mom The car had recently been invented And he was in the car with his mom (laughs) And he says When that snare shot It sounded like someone kicked open the door to your mind And at the beginning when it's like (laughs) You know Mm -hmm. And then my mother She was no stiff with rock and roll She liked the music She listened She sat there for a minute She looked at me and she said That guy can't sing (laughs) But he knew that she was wrong, and then
0: yeah, he knew he had he had the wisdom. He
1: said, "He said, I knew I was listening to the toughest voice that I had ever heard.
0: The toughest voice." He was right. a field.
1: <laughs> he said, "I'm not going to fuck with this guy."
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's get ready to rumble. I'm sitting on Sad Street. Uh, I since it was mentioned in Fun Point Chat, I haven't stopped thinking about like every line of the chorus ending with the different troll face. <laughs> Like a complete unknown, and it's fucking yeah. botherated. Yeah, you don't out. even
1: have any fucking moss.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that feel with no direction home. <laughs> go to him
1: now, you go. You can re- I always thought he was saying "God damn!" Now you can't refuse, but he's saying "Go to him now." It's like go to your. I, it's I, it's I, get me to her nunnery, but for the nineteen sixties.
0: I I have to so an updated version. Um, I. Like, wonder, because I, I, everyone knows the silly Bob Dylan voice that everyone does, but it's not like that much on this album.
1: No, yeah, he, Electric Dylan, he, he cleaned it up a little bit by then, and yeah. then he became a country guy, and then his voice exploded, and now he has a completely new voice. And that's, when like he, Tom Waits.
0: and that's when he made a voice, okay, I could kind of get into that. Uh, that's when he made a song about Vietnam in 2019.
1: Yeah, he made a song called Why Is Nobody Talking About the Kennedy Assassination in yeah. 2019. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he released a Christmas album in 2009 that in high school was, like, me and my friend's favorite shit because it was just, like, it's just the world's oldest man going, like, here comes Santa Claus, here
2: comes Santa Claus. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, dude, let's go. Holly, la, 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 la. Yeah,
1: that's exactly it, and it kicks ass. <laughs> he's been on a, he's famously been on what's called a never-ending tour since, like, 1971. Mm-hmm. So I think that's I think that's why his voice exploded, yeah, because he's been doing it like every other night, which I guess maybe not anymore, but
0: I was about to say nineteen seventy one damn, that's a long thirty year tour
1: nope. yeah
0: that's that's wild <laughs> it's about fifty four so um I do like uh official whenever we get an official statement from the artist on one of their songs, yeah of course. um on Genius, it says, what have the artists said about the song?" Rolling Stone's the best song I ever wrote, Bob Dylan. Like, cool. I mean, it's pretty (laughs) good. Thanks, man.
1: There's actually something. The Genius made me like the song less because it pointed out that, like, right before the final chorus, Mm. you... There's like a very noticeable final like cut between two takes.
0: Okay, I'm so happy you, I didn't remember where that was. I feel like that happens like 3 times on this album where you just hear a different like edit Get come a
1: fucking in. Editor. I guess maybe maybe editors hadn't like been invented yet.
0: Uh. They but holy would,
1: shit, it's I can't not hear it anymore.
0: They would all gather around one cassette and just play into it as loud as they could and whatever you got, Yeah, is what you got.
1: It's like how does
0: it feel? Dun, dun. Yeah. And
1: it's like no, that's not.
2: Put them closer together.
0: <laughs> it's very obvious, and this, and you know that was at the at the that just shows how far we come because at the at the time it was everyone said this is the greatest song ever made yeah. by Bob Dylan. Like, um,
2: like,
1: and then a young a young Mick Jagger heard this and he said I think we should start a band called this and then the rest is history.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we should be Mick Jagger and the Like Stones. <laughs> well it's. Tighten that up a little bit.
1: Look how big my mouth is.
0: Oh fuck! I accidentally made a magazine instead.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna start a band called the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, Alex, when did you get here? Anyway, we all sound seen, the same, don't we? An-
0: anyone seen Gompa? <laughs> I lost my mojo, didn't I? I lost Doctor Evil. Give it back. I, I think I-, I think I've uh, took a turn and ended up in New Zealand. Uh oh yeah? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh let's watch grown-ups too, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you wanna do the next anyway, song?
0: Next song, yeah, it's like a Rolling Stone. Um uh, Tombstone Blues. We got we got the cowboy song early on this one.
1: Yeah, this is the one where I was like, I bet if I bet if Eddie doesn't skip one song, it, this one at least has a tempo over eighty
0: BPM. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um my whole so I have two uh two off the off the top yeah, off the sure. dome notes on this one. Um one is this would be better. Like I there definitely has to be like a punk goes Dylan cover of two oh, yeah. blues because it would whip ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Um I and I I didn't check this specifically because it sounded really funny and I didn't know if it was a father tuple moment and I wanted you to Sure uh, clarify for me is there a line in here where he says win friends and influence uncles? <laughs> but yeah, it's
1: uh, to win friends and influence his uncle, sing- okay. singular.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bro, we are uncle influencers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when it's you know, it's the height of the Vietnam War, and you're you got those
2: <laughs> shoes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds good. It's listen i'm just i've listen i know the. you know no two people are the same but i'm gonna stake my claim here and say we are officially an anti-vietnam war podcast that's our official stance
0: i think that's pretty fair to say
1: i don't yeah i don't support that war effort against vietnam Mm -hmm. um for various reasons Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but it's you know this song is it's it's saying hey did you know that um your mom ain't got no shoes on but we have money for the war machine. If you were 15 and you were born in 1950, you were a baby boomer, you would be like, "Damn.
0: I'm not going to influence my uncle anymore." Like, dude, if I if I act I can see me in like 2000 and fucking 4 or whatever as like a young teen listening to this and being like, "Oh my god. <laughs> I finally understand." So, I can't dude, even imagine listening to this like on the radio at the time.
1: Yeah, this is like this is can- you can't imagine me at 15 hearing, like, his impression of, like, a shitty general being, like, the sun's not yellow, it's chicken. Like, yeah. me at 15 being, like, damn, people really need to hear this one off of Highway 61 Revisited. That yeah. would really, like, make people think.
0: <laughs> Has anyone heard of this?
2: Uh.
1: So, here's the thing. When he, right before the uncle line that you, you, you really enjoy... Um he says, with a fantastic collection of stamps to win friends and influence his uncle. Mm-hmm. I learned from the genius that there's a famous kind of stamp that was popular in the in the 1960s. Um, oh, like,
0: you... Um, where you put it on your tongue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so perhaps that
1: was, that's sort of a an allusion to LSD, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and uh, Bob Dylan, in the 60s, he said, uh, he said... Um, just some really deep shit where he said, um, you know, like, there's, you know, people shouldn't use hard drugs, but, like, weed and LSD, like, those are just different kinds of medicine. They should give out LSD at the Geneva Convention.
0: Hell yeah, dude. You know what everyone should do when they go to fucking the rich people? Go to Davos or whatever it's called? If, after if Don- the funny, pi- funny pirate? <laughs> if, they should just... <laughs> if,
1: if Donald drove Chief's weed from his tiny hands, he'd
0: fucking, he'd be cool. I, I know... Like, talk, like, okay, drump shit, that's hack, but can you imagine, you know how he just, can you imagine Donald Trump trying to, like, smoke a weed?
1: I would like to watch him try to roll a marijuana cigarette, I think that'd be pretty (laughs) funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Just in the same way that it's like, I would like to see him run a dishwasher.
0: Yeah, like, I, I, bro, I want to see Donald Trump, pass Donald Trump a a basketball, let me see him do a crossover. (laughs) <laughs> let me see him get a, get a hezzy on and see like what how he
1: how i would he love does. to see like one of his like one of his aides selling it like charlie murphy
0: yeah just, just like diving across the floor like, oh you <laughs> broke
1: my ankle <laughs> sir
0: congrats anyway
1: if you want more um Drumpf tombstone blues content ajj released uh a, a tombstone blues sort of spinoff in 2020 called a normalization blues and it's about how. Um, this but donald trump and it's pretty good you
0: gotta check that out i have one the, one more um yeah actually oh, two two short little little uh of course. extra extra bonus it, hits before yeah. we move on to the next one uh one there's a lot of bible shit on this album
1: yeah so. there's a lot of so i know that you're you're the englishman so like mm-hmm. you there's a lot of like classic lit shakespeare style illusions but a lot of ones from the big book the bible
2: mm-hmm.
1: which um which i thought was sort of fun back in the big day Big B, that's mm-hmm. what they call it mm-hmm uh, and what, what else, what else are you thinking about?
0: Uh, the guitar solo in this song sucks ass. <laughs> I, well, you know, it takes all kinds. It's, yeah, I, I mean, like, Iron Maiden didn't happen yet. Like, Hollowed, I can't, bro, I made a joke about, like, if I heard this at the time, but then I thought about living in a world where Hollowed Be Thy Name wasn't created yet, and I got scared, so right. we need to Yeah, this on. is,
1: this album was basically Chapo Trap House for a generation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh-huh it's you know it's a radicalizing force it's not necessarily there you know in the cold light of day you in 2020 you might want to take some content out but you know mm-hmm. generally it's, it's it's what people had at the time this is all you got um can i share with you some comments on the tombstone blues
0: there's just three quick ones okay
1: mm-hmm. well, first one i swear bob dylan is rapping on this song damn damn he's
0: spinning fire that's bars. it we need a rap cover of this song that's really what we need in 2020. Is... And it's and then there's
1: finally somebody who's like, Of course he's rapping. It's a half sung talking blues, and talking blues came long before rap. And mm-hmm. it's like it's like what that's a great idea if you ever wanted to be the most annoying man who ever lived. Like, of course, like, you know, rap comes from a blues tradition. We know this. But like the most annoying man who ever lived. Oh, you want to know my favorite rapper?
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Tin Shoe Johnson, the original, <laughs> talking, on talking blues. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, uh, Mr., uh, Bobby Dylan. Yeah. Or, me, watch, me watching, uh, Forrest Gump when Robin Wright is playing the guitar. Damn, this is, this rap's kind of fire.
0: <laughs> you know that new sound you're looking for? <laughs> Listen next to up, the luscious
1: Bobby Dylan.
0: Next up, we have "It Takes a Lot to Live." It takes a train to cry. Mm-hmm. Fallout boy uh, type title. Fallout boy, yes, yeah. Um, this is just we went full blues on this one.
1: This, this one's about how it's I good know. to live on a train and just sort of ride around.
0: Um, if you visit the genius page for this album, and I'm guessing several of his others, uh, I was shocked to see the familiar green. Oh, highway. I know! I got so excited the green highlight that shows it's an official artist annotation and anytime you see that on this album you click it and it's from fucking columbia records saying like this was the original draft and this was the final lyric on the album no further information yeah it's like thanks
1: (laughs) great i'm here i'm not here for columbia records brand i'm here for dipshits to be like when when he says, "Don't my gal look fine?" when she's coming after me, does that
0: mean fucking? Like that's it, what I want. I think it means. I think it means fucking, and she's chasing me down the street with a knife. Yeah. What does this mean? This is Vietnam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, this is the famous train that you would ride over to go to Vietnam.
0: Yeah, but through.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine living on a like rail car and being in the same car with just a guy who just starts going?
0: leaning on who we knows you i just need to <laughs> to quickly comment on this is the most like i'm the teacher uh, mr c start new teaching position this Congrats. fall at evan sucks big fucking dick high school <laughs> district um and i can imagine like me giving an assignment and then doing the teacher thing where you walk around to make sure like everyone isn't just sleeping oh, and and looking at a kid's page and it's this annotation so it's for the first verse like, can't right. buy a thrill level and night, blah, blah, blah. blah. Proposed suggestion. <laughs> the train is a metaphor for a life. <laughs> yeah. Gonna need you to expand on that, bud. Yeah.
1: Gonna this is, is me too. logging into Genius, because I just saw the meme that's like, most rappers rap about money. Eminem
0: rap about life. Eminem, Eminem rap about his evil Mr. Hyde that he calls Slim Shady. Yeah. Most like, rappers know,
1: like, rap about money. Eminem raps like six or seven times about explicitly killing his wife. Damn, give this me, is deep.
2: Give me the bees, give me the doody.
0: <laughs> Not many rappers sound like a slinky going down the stairs. But Eminem, <laughs> it's has... true. But I, can't, I can't call me Ace Ventura because I love to watch it go down the stairs.
2: <laughs> go uh, slinky, go.
0: Di- <laughs> uh, if um, fu- the like a Rolling Stone was like the the song that uh. Bruce Springsteen was like, damn, this shit is it. This was like, uh, Tom Waits like butted off of this song. Oh, yeah. And like, it just kind of formed. Yeah, off. Tom
1: Waits was like playing basketball at the time and like being a jock. And then he heard this and he was like, oh, fuck.
0: Waits, you know, you know the the when uh, it's always sunny mm-hmm. when Danny DeVito crawls out of the couch? Uh huh. T- Tom Waits was born with like that, but with like a rusty train car. Uh huh. So, like, he just burst out of it fully <laughs> formed as we know him. And he said, I'm being a and then, he said, I'm a baby. He said, I'm, I'm a newborn baby with a biblical <laughs> cord. Oh,
1: uh, baby need milky, he said.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um, this one's, yeah, it's about you live on the Snowpiercer train and you see women outside and you laugh at them because that's a lot uh-huh. of Bob Dylan songs is being like, uh-huh. couldn't, damn,
0: this woman is cringe. Uh, he said, I want to be your lover, baby. I don't want to be your boss. So that's solidarity. <laughs> Yeah, that's just pin solidarity. <laughs> he, said, he said, fuck uh, bosses, fuck landlords. I live on a train now.
1: He said, I don't want to be your boss. I want somebody listening to this to someday be the boss. The boss. Uh-huh.
0: But not, not AIDS. You gotta be the one. Yeah. The only. Um, next up we have from a Buick 6. And... You, Bu- like if I hear the word Buick, it's immediately 1941. Like yeah, there have they stopped making that in the 1960s, I believe. D- they must still exist. Like yeah, I think
1: they still exist. Okay, but it, I it,
0: got it, this graveyard woman, you know, she, you know,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um, kind of a more if the last one was like. Uh, like a Choo Choo Train Blues. This, this is song
1: like, sounds like a cat trying to get into your bedroom and like meowing on the other side. This this is the the Junkyard Dog Blues. Yeah, if I go down dying, you know she bound to put a blanket on my bed.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, ready to set me up with a thread. uh But he <laughs> needs a thread like Twitter, like thread. This is everything. Like that's what he means. <laughs> that's it. That's the tweet. That's it. that's the this. Great, great shit, OP. Yeah. Reddit gold. That one gif of, that one
1: gif of uh, Denzel Washington clutching his pearls. Chris Pratt doing a shocked
0: face. <laughs> hey, Kim. Oh, you got your haircut. I got my haircut. Were you, that, did you like our voices? Uh, I heard nothing. Okay. I, thought, I, thought there were, I thought there was another guy in this room. Yeah, only, only
1: old souls can hear voices I at that it frequency. Was it was
0: Bobby D. Kim got a haircut and it looks great. Thanks, Eddie. Nice. Congrats. Thanks for lying. Stan Kim. Yeah, we, we stan Kim. Thanks for lying. So, ooh, what you cracking open? Uh, orange grapefruit. That's orange what grapefruit. I got. It's been a while since I got the old grocery delivery. What? You can't have grapefruit anymore? <laughs> grapefruit anymore. Kim's medicine says if you ever think of grapefruit juice, you'll just explode. So but Basically. uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, what are we talking about <laughs> We're talking about that beat breaking up bed. very my bad
1: so uh, here's here's a line that I want to talk- so this there's a lot of in, intelligence things you can say this this uses the Bo Diddley beat It's mm-hmm. the I want candy Aaron Carter beat, but mm-hmm. like no that 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 shits hack I want to talk <laughs> I'm about I'm looking for an Aaron Carter
2: type beat. <laughs>
1: I want to take you down to verse 4, uh-huh. where he says, you know, I need a steam shovel mama to keep away the dead. He says a lot of stuff in this verse, but most importantly, he says, I need a dump truck, baby, to unload my head. So, mm-hmm. in 1965, this probably meant, I'm overwhelmed with stressors, and I need relief. You yes. know, where it's uh-huh. like, I need a nice I need a nice girl to take down to the sodi shop and mm-hmm. tell about my problems, that I need to fix up my Stratocaster, it's in Hawk, or whatever.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I feel like in 2020, I need a dump truck to unload my head means a sort of different thing.
0: Yes. You're kind of, uh, (laughs) you need your, your same, your same sweetie that you held hands with, uh, (laughs) to go to get a malted. You're talking about a different kind of dump truck at at this point.
1: I think I'm talking about a different, more sexual type of dump truck. You're talking about a sexual dump truck cheeks. A sort of Neil Cicerega sort of,
0: uh, type of truck. And, and by unload my head, you're talking about brains like library Kanye West style.
1: Yeah, I'm um, talking about the intro to Rocco's Modern Life where he gets a big book thrown and it slammed into his head.
0: Okay, um, let's get Rocco on the call. See if he can. If you I just I was one. surprised that that
1: wasn't in the annotations. I was really like, I was like, oh, this one's going to be about fucking for sure. If there's any album, but it's not. If they say it's oh, it's about a dump truck because that's big and you, that's what carries big things.
0: Oh, dude, for the I need a steam shovel part, the fucking annotation says he's surrounded by death to such an extent he metaphorically needs heavy machinery to cope. <laughs> that's that's, <Bro>. taking, <laughs> that's taking this line and putting it through English Google Translate, and that's when it comes out <laughs> on the other side.
1: Bro, do you ever have so many problems that you just want to go till some wheat?
0: I just, bro, I just need to fucking harvest. I need to... <laughs> god it's just it's not, not. I need to, to go
1: I need to go mohe in the 1965 way the actual doing it
0: the most this is what I think a paper language sounds like <laughs> I need to reach the word limit on fucking Bob Dylan's from, from a Buick 6 and I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> stretching it out as much as I can
1: Ugh. yeah so um, the song is about a Buick 6 I guess
0: I guess it's about a, a big old car <laughs>
1: It's about a um, car that tucks you in at night. Okay. Yeah.
0: Next up, we have Ballad of a Thin Man. Oh, this I is like, this like this one, is, dude. This is like a
1: spooky one. This is yeah, like... It's like a, you're a private eye. It's a, this, is
0: like, this is like an evil song.
1: Yeah, it's like when you're playing Tony Hawk 3 and you go to Suburbia and it's like, grind over the thin man and it's, he's a scary looking guy. It's like that. Mm. But mm. for music.
0: Um... I, I did so. So two things I, I I jumped out at me first. One, the only the only other time I've ever heard the word Mr. Jones in a song is Counting Crows, Mr. Jones and me. OK, um so maybe it's the same person. Maybe it's, you know, could be related. Me and Mr. Dylan on the drive home.
1: Maybe you know. maybe maybe this is this is 1965. This is before Dr. Jones got his doctorate.
0: Oh, uh, OK. Yeah, he he was still paying uh, $17 a semester to go to medical school.
1: Uh-huh. Um, Bob so Dylan hot. would love to sing IPIE or IPIA. He would love yeah. to sing that.
0: Um, my second note is the every verse... Go, go go along with me here. Follow me yeah, on the sure. step. Every verse is just kind of a collection of, like, um, the E1 episode where they're all Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he screams back, you're a cow. And, you he know? says, "Has it feel to be such a freak? And you say, "Impossible."s He hands you a bone. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, sorry. They always used to that. hand me a bone. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you solved the song.
0: <laughs> Bro, this fucking song said verse seven.
1: <laughs> yeah, can you imagine a Bob Dylan song on Highway 61 Revisited that has seven entire verses? Stay tuned. Yeah.
0: You are like little baby. Yeah. Watch this.
1: This song can also be characterized as an attack on phony bourgeois narcissistic and dualism, the pretentious pinboys of soul destroying modern capitalism. But it's also the E1 episode of Biden.
0: It's also that. Yes, it's, but I just fucking love the, like the, again, cause circuses are the only thing that exists. And you go to the circus and you see like the flame, the flame blowing man. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening to our world? Like, God, what has become of our nation? I would fucking love to be 15 in 1965 and hear this
1: song. Because it's such a fucking... You're making botherations face about old people who don't understand the new shit. Uh-huh. It just... You come and you... You come to Woodstock 1965 and you say, what the fuck is this? This is weird. Uh, there's there's like a tall guy here. What the fuck?
0: If if I... yeah, And, <laughs> and like, the
1: chorus is just like making the botherations face. It's pretty good.
0: Knowing me now, it... If I was at Woodstock 65, I'd be like, this fucking sucks, dude. Like, it's hot. Like, there's just, like, mud everywhere. Like, Jimi Hendrix is here, so that's cool. But, like... Yeah. They don't got toilets. (laughs) I need that. It's not socially distanced. God. Remember? (laughs) Not socially distancing was 78 years ago. Yeah. Sad. Mm -hmm. Sad, but true. Um... This song made me feel wistful over the idea of a
1: pin boy because I had to look up and see what that was
0: can you Can you tell me what that is?
1: It's uh, the pinboy is the guy who, like, is in the back of the alley and he's put he puts the pins back.
0: Oh, they used to have to list machines taking our jobs again.
1: Yeah, this is bob dylan being like you bourgeois asshole
0: you you bougie fucking hot you, dog s- your safe
1: your safe union job at the amf lanes
0: yeah you fucking sody sody jerk pouring my honey a uh, malted yeah.
1: fuck you <laughs> and i know you might be saying no he's talking about the pinboys of capitalism where he's trying to like uphold this falling ideology no he's
0: talking about bowling no he's talking about the fucking guy at the at the movie theater that gives you popcorn in a big in a, in a big box
1: I will say also that like this song, it, I kind of wanted to like, take some of these verses and put them in like, as the epigraph to like some shit in my dissertation, Mm -hmm. just because it's so like, it's so shitting on like, the intellectualism of the Academy, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, you sit around in an office all day with your colleagues, and you're just like, how can we bring our great knowledge down to the Woodstock concert and the baying masses who need to know about what society is? Mm. And then you go there, and you're like, "I, what the fuck? What the fuck? There's chords in this music.
0: <laughs> I gotta get me. out of here." Reading one peer-reviewed paper and saying, "Bro, this fucking sucks. I don't want to cite this. <laughs> what does it say? I want to um, go watch y- the geek."
1: <laughs> so the I don't know if you noticed this, but for for uh, for verse six, which is the screams back, "How you're a cow?" shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is like an anti-genius annotation. Because according to the annotation, it says this could be a shot at all the people trying to find hidden meanings in rock songs when sometimes it's just meant to be abstract. It's just meant Mm. to be weird and trippy sometimes. Everyone was paranoid in the late 60s. People even thought Paul McCartney was dead.
0: Bro, Paul McCartney, Paul is dead is an urban legend and conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I did not know about this until this very second. Right. Are you familiar with this? Because, what, the
1: Paul is dead theory?
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've never heard this in my life. Paul, that he was killed and replaced by a lookalike, which is literally just what people say now about the fucking like Avril Lavigne pedophile. Oh yeah, also say. that. Like, thinks the more things change.
1: No, yeah, it's there's there's there. You know, you know about like backmasking and shit, right? Yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know about yeah. You listen to Stairway Heaven, you know. Yeah, I
0: know that it's you. Paul is dead. That's how it sounds
1: when you play it backwards. Yeah, that's exactly. Are you sure you haven't heard about
0: this? <laughs> I haven't.
1: It literally goes. Paul is dead. Miss him. Miss him. <laughs> I swear to God. Miss my friend Paul McCartney. <laughs> it's, it's literally like Revolution number no. nine backwards. That's
0: that's that's me when I'm in in the fucking like. <laughs> he was in, in his Buick six accident, and that's in the fucking trash compactor scene in Star Wars where they're yeah. in the like sewer, and I'm getting squished and being like, I want to see Paul McCartney. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you
1: listen to "Bustle" in your hedgerow backwards, it says he was walking Abbey Road accident. Why did
0: he walk like that? <laughs> he deserved to be shot.
1: Somebody backmasking must must have been invented when somebody was listening to Bob Dylan. It's like surely this guy's singing backwards. This yeah. this isn't how somebody sings. Mrs. Uh, Mom Springsteen said, we got to flip this one. She gotta, it up, flip it said, and reverse it. We
0: got exactly put this flip it and reverse it. Nursing management <laughs> friend. Like, <laughs> uh McCartney, accident. Also, just before
1: we move on, I got um, to, at the very end, the last verse goes, uh, there should be a law about you coming around. You should be made to wear earphones. Earphones didn't exist in 1965. I'm sorry. They didn't. There's no fucking way.
0: They just, yeah, or or if they did, it was like when you take two like um tin cans and you put a string through it and like that's what they had.
1: Yeah, then. and then you you plug your ear and that's earphone. You if mm-hmm. we, I see you say I'm on your do not call list now.
0: Exactly. Uh, before we get to the next song, let's check in at the Patreon. dot com slash post Game of Thrones, uh, where if you like, you can donate to us at one dollar a month. You get all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks is about Metal Gear, and we should have done. Uh, but we didn't because I was getting calls every day from Evan Sucks Big Fucking Dick High School district that right. are like, hey, you want to do an interview in 12 minutes? And I'd be like, oh, OK. <laughs> uh, uh, well,
1: I also figured it was because your your sports team died. So yeah, I, didn't, I didn't want to be pushy. I,
0: I mean, that would have been the perfect time because I have no entertainment to watch my team get murdered right. sure by... Men.
1: Uh, basketball men also getting obliterated
0: uh, Ben Simmons his legs exploded and he got sent to hell so he's not playing Sixers are going to get like the worst uh, our friend uh, Chucky no they're down they're down by 10 with 30 seconds left Sixers are going to get swept Mets were going to play the Yankees this weekend and they got the fucking coronavirus so that series was cancelled so now I have to wait a week for the Mets to be swept by the Yankees in six doubleheader games back to back (laughs) pretty good we love it. What's better than this? What's better? Than, what's better than this? <laughs> and then I have to go put on a Highway 61 Revisited, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, pray um, for
1: Eddie. One million strong.
0: Also, later this week, probably at the end of the week, Part Two of Season Two of uh, Funny Jim Carrey Kidding. At and least you have I, that to look forward to. I have that to look it's forward to. But then, but then it's like the the feeling of like you're done with it. Like that's it.
1: It's, it's a, a it's a it's a good conclusion.
0: All right, looking forward to that. At five dollars a month, you can uh, get you get shoutouts at the end of episodes, and you can send in requests for us on FunPoint. Don't look at the bottom of the description yet to see what the next uh, Patreon request is. No. Um, at ten dollars a month, you get all that plus, special you just add us in the Discord, and we'll make a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. Well, we got to do a Fire Pro before I go back to working at a school? Question mark. Yeah, that'll be a, um, what a fun discovery for you to have. In one, I'm very glad to have a fucking full-time... a full, One, pro, full-time union job with benefits. Okay. Con, I'm gonna get the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. uh, the, the New Jersey governor, who looks like the Grinch when he was still evil... He said, like, okay, so what schools can do if they want is start the first part of the year fully online. But you don't have to, but you can. And then in my interview, I remember a couple interviews I did, like, you know, last month or so. The schools were like, "Okay, so in your second interview, we're going to want you to come up with, like, a a quick lesson plan so you can show us. Like, come up with a lesson and show it to us. And I didn't have to do it for this one. And I was like, so what's what's going on? With everything that we're doing. And the guy interviewing me, he's like, well, as of right now, we are planning on going forward with our hybrid schedule. But make every lesson as if it were fully online. Yeah, just do double. Just kind of double that up and you'll be fine. I said, fantastic. Can't wait to start, sir. When do do I come in? And they said next week. And I said, okay, thank you.
1: (laughs) Have fun with that. I'm going to be teaching in WWE Thunderdome from now on.
0: Yes. You set up, um, like, a Zoom thing, but your background is you on the Thunderdome. Yeah, it's going to be So sick, you're just dude. surrounded, but, bro, it looks so bad.
1: <laughs> I mean, once you watch it, you'll like it, though. So once okay. you tune in and watch it, you'll like it.
0: Yeah, I probably need to watch more of it. Did I you probably... see
1: the—for So for the, for those of you who don't know, WWE Thunderdome is the new thing they're doing where they rented out a regular stadium in Orlando, and they put TV screens in every slot, and they uh-huh. have— they've they've screened people to like record themselves watching the show live and so they can like make epic faces and cheer and do the clap together Mm -hmm. um their first one of it they said weird people aren't acting like they're in the arena they're acting like they're watching from home so the energy is kind of (laughs) low
0: i did see a funny image of one guy with his like webcam pointed at him and he was sleeping comfortably in his bed (laughs) (laughs) so that was good
1: that's that's the resistance. That's the yes movement lives on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um wrestling kind of fucking sucks right now, dude. Yeah. Isn't uh is New Japan good though? No. I heard Kenta was in it though. Kenta was in it, but Kenta like Kenta was in, I I think it was like the USA match cuz he like can't come back to the country or something. I don't know what's going on, but like uh, evil is double champion and then oh, they're, right they're doing a fucking gimmick thing i don't know how much of this is we'll get back to bob dylan how much is like shoot and how much is a work where they're like wrestlers pick the gimmicks for this match and then fans vote on them sure and there's one match where it's like el desperado was like okay um i want to to, to win this match you can't use your finisher like, okay. you have to win it by other means. And then, I forget who he's facing. I think it was uh, uh, Kojima. He just goes, okay. And they're like, no, you have to, like, come up with your own, and the fans have to vote on it. So he's like, okay, well, um, you do have to use your finisher. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like a normal match.
1: Right. Uh, it's just, I, I, you know, I understand suspending your disbelief, but you really could just say, I have to pin you once, you have to pin me 90 times.
0: Exactly! In the fucking, so, uh, Okada, who is, like, the greatest, like, living wrestler, is up against Yujiro Takahashi, who is a shit loser, and fucking Yujiro's thing, his stip is, like, it's gonna be a lumberjack match, and Okada is, like, it's gonna be a three versus one handicap match, and I'm the one. <laughs> Like, That's why? Cool, though. It is cool, but like, it could just be like, you can only use the Rainmaker. Like, yeah. <laughs> anytime wrestlers get the picket, it's so like, I'm going to shoot you with a gun. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, but, but like, he's got, it's going to be three versus one. And then all of Bullet Club is going to run in and do the fucking like Rocky Romero spot where they all <laughs> charge him in the corner <laughs> over and over again as Red Shoes is just like asleep in the corner. Mm-hmm. Also Evil's Champion. Evils champion, won't you come see me, Queen Jane? Jane. Um, this a thing. Next up, we have Queen Jane. Approximately, not a hundred percent, but like almost. Um, a thing I've learned, especially, um, is after Guess I Anthem are on indefinite permanent hiatus, um, and then Brian Fallon has been doing his like solo shit, and I don't really like it that much, and it's because mm-hmm. it sounds like the <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's kind of Bob Dylan. It's like Bob Dylan and sometimes he's like, I also like uh Sam Cook and I'm white and I say, Alright man, that's cool. <laughs> and it's like just like a mix of these of these things. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, like,
1: this Quinging- one's and I mean, it's also, there's a bunch of shit about like Bob Dylan's personal life that I never really like looked into. Like he, the queen is Joan as his mm-hmm. at one time girlfriend who is, uh, maybe it's about her. I don't really know about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Cause my eyes glaze over when I look at that kind of shit online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, give me the, tell me which songs are about doing weed.
0: Yeah. Which um, ones are about weed? Which ones are about like um, cell phones, cell phones, making it rain in the club. Yeah. That's, that's what we're looking for here. Um, I
1: do, so this isn't my favorite song on the album by, by a long shot, but I do like the, the very like sweeping high notes that it has. It mm-hmm. reminds me of bound to Kanye West, which I also like, okay. because it's like, cause it's, it's cause bound to is also like this relationship isn't really perfect, but like we're having fun and smiling and having a good time anyways. And we're mm-hmm. arguing on a plane or whatever. Yeah, where it's like if this is also about a deteriorating relationship, I like I like that motif of like it's like it's still like nice in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think I, I like that musically. But that mm-hmm. said, so if it is about Joan, um, apparently she listened to the song and said she listened to this album and said, "Oh, this sucks, dude."
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> it's like like not that it's about me, but like the it's bad. Yeah, she said like, this sounds bad. It's, it, I don't love to hear it yeah go back, go back
1: to playing the world's <laughs> Methuselah's guitar,
0: and he said I'm gonna go be Bruce Springsteen's mom now and, <laughs>
1: and yeah long if it's whether it's about her or not, it's also about how like the flowered ladies and hippies hate you because you plugged in your guitar mm-hmm. and i do i I really like it when people sing about sad shit, but like in a very high way. Uh-huh. I think that's I think that's very fun versus like. It's uh what was that one where it was like the Warp Tour sucks?
0: Uh Lawrence Arms. Um Yeah, like, like I like
1: it's like a fun song about like fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I uh yeah, I enjoyed that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I I feel like you you covered a lot on this one. I don't have that much to add because I really need to get to the next track. Yeah,
1: let's get yeah, let's go.
0: Highway 61 Revisited. Why does this song start like a fucking Looney Tunes factory? I've like, never liked this song for that reason. <laughs> Slot fucking slide whistles. You got like a, a whirly gig going. You got mm-hmm. like a fucking stamp yeah. machine. <laughs> like, let's...
1: yeah, this is part of the Fall Guys soundtrack.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I haven't played Fall Guys yet. I downloaded it for free. Oh, but... it's really fun. Is,
1: I, is I, it, I played a couple it, rounds before we logged in.
0: Is it really fun or is it capital R, capital F in quotation marks? Really fun. I,
1: I I without quotation marks, have been having really fun with it. Okay. But there are times when like my I get lag or something like that, and then the mm-hmm. quotation marks get added, too. Okay, all right. Um, I right. What's been happening to me the last two weeks is, in putting off my schoolwork, I've been playing Overwatch hours, and I've been getting my ass kicked to Sombra over and over again. And then I'll say, I'm going to go play the fun Minions game for a while, and then I go back to Overwatch, and I get my ass kicked more, and just repeat that.
0: Mm, has your I, I I read you have it? Sombra like one of your new mains, though.
1: Yeah, I'm bad with her, but she's really fun, so I'm going to keep playing her and making my teammates mad until I'm good with her. Okay, great. Um, she goes apagando las luces, and it's fun.
0: I haven't played Overwatch in 16 years, but mm-hmm. I do. My guys were unfortunately, I was the Boomer Agent guy because he just has a gun. Oh yeah, you were you were Master Chief. I was Master Chief and Zenyatta. yeah zenyatta is one of my mains he's
1: good and nice
0: and i liked playing as diva and just fucking blasting off like a tower and falling to hell so right yeah don't know if things have changed since then
1: no it's about the same they've added a couple new people but everybody plays diva and it's annoying
0: Mm -hmm. okay cool so i never
1: i always skipped the song when i was a kid because Mm -hmm. when i was 15 and i was boomer i was like great music should never be playful get this Mm -hmm. shit out of my sight
0: yeah, I I can't stand this is this is whimsical what the fuck.
1: I literally I the only road I know is the one that my house is on. I don't know yeah. the significance of Highway Sixty One mm-hmm. I don't I don't give a shit. It's far away. Mm-hmm. I kinda I still don't like this song very much, but mm-hmm. I kinda like I vibe with it more now than I ever have. Mm-hmm. Because like it's a magical music road where it's like it's Bob Dylan's house was there, but also like Muddy Waters and Elvis Presley and Robert Johnson were all on that road. And it's it's all of these little vignettes of like music is a place of possibility, but also like warmongering and exploitation and and generational culture and shit like that. But and it's it's a fun sort of like irreverent tone to be like, what if I took this Bible story mm-hmm. and I made it a little like, irreverent family guy.
0: What if I just twisted it just a little bit?
1: Yeah, just did a little funny twist. It would go a little something like this. Woo! Woo!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sick, man.
1: And I was like, I, I probably wouldn't have named the album after this one. Because it is like, you go into it and it's like, okay, this one's like the good song. Because it's mm. what one of the greatest albums of all time is named
0: after. Yeah, I I, I probably would have gone, gone with uh like... Of Rolling Stone or Team Stone Blues, but Yoslyn, you want to call it this track? Who am I? Who am I to judge? Yeah, those are the obvious choices, and it's all about subverting expectations. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, emotion so is the best this, song on emotion. I'm going to call this a steroid of heaven.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> really catch everyone off guard.
1: Uh-huh. Uh
0: huh.
1: Yeah, That's about it. That's about it. I don't like this. It's just a bunch of little vignettes where it's like, and then, and then uh, Beethoven met just, Hamlet.
0: Tom was ripping his Harley and he met uh, uh, the guy from American Idol, the mean one.
1: Sally Mae and Freddie Mac were going to war. And it's like, all right, sure. Okay. The big bopper
0: was there too. I saw him.
1: (laughs) She was an
0: American girl. (laughs) Oh, Uh, my, my, Miss American Pie. (laughs) Next up, we have just like Tom Thumb's Blues, which is what he decided to call this one.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, Tom, uh-huh. Thumb, the, Tom Thumb, the folk, the folklore hero that we all know and love a lot about. Uh,
0: just pointing out, this makes me so fucking mad, the Columbia Records annotation, take three, this lyric was, and the doctor, who's my best friend, edited that, cut it down, trimmed it, made it the final lyric, and my best friend, my doctor. Mm-hmm. so glad they could clarify that one for us
1: Yeah, imagine having a positive relationship with your doctor it couldn't be me
0: couldn't be. What? bro my doctor just said we're not doing it anymore and I said okay thank you <laughs> like they said your insurance now no and I said thank you so much am I ever wow, going to get rules. that M- MRI and they said you can get it somewhere else <laughs> said, have fun going to school I need to see what's going on in my body and they said uh... you sure do not here <laughs>
1: Uh, I have my first telehealth appointment tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm just so excited about the comedic things I'm probably going to have to do with my web camera. It's going to be okay, really funny. So,
0: so, okay, thank you, um, Mr. Oglesby. What I'm going to need you to do is lift up your shirt three inches and slap on your belly for me. Yeah. I'm going to need you to belly drum a little bit, and we'll see. All right, all
1: right Brooks. Um, so, all right, so it seems like your vitals are good. Have you ever seen
0: the picture Goatsy? Because... <laughs> because, uh, just wanted you to think about that. See, I see your heart rate is elevating, as I mentioned. But <laughs> that's a good sign. It's
1: yeah, that's going to be good. Sorry for those who tuned in to listen to analysis of Just Like Tom Thumbs Blues.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me. Okay, so... <laughs> as, um... This, like, I was finishing up this song, and I was like, I've had enough of these harmonica solos. (laughs) I do believe I've had enough. Exactly. My note was, I've had enough of these, and he ends the song with, I've had enough. So, (laughs)
1: um... Yeah, he, he got a really bad cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, I believe I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm turning, I'm turning into droopy dog. Yeah. Did you?
1: Um. I I didn't know this. That that line was sampled in a famous Beastie Boys song. Okay. Uh. And it was. Yeah. I I went on a fucking Odyssean journey to try to figure out the Slap City pick for this week,
0: mm-hmm. and I was
1: like, fucking, maybe I'll look into Beastie Boys finger looking good.
0: I I have two two uh I'm fucking John Kasich standing at the the <laughs> crossroads right now with my two picks Is that his <laughs> name? Is he John Kasich?
1: I, yeah
0: Okay, I just didn't remember his name
1: <laughs> No, yeah, it's a good guess and you were right Okay um, But yeah, they just like, they, they rap and they say I'm going to Chicken Restaurant It's finger looking good And then they just like play Bob Dylan discordantly singing that line And it, do- mm-hmm. it sort of works, I guess It's pretty mm-hmm. good, not my pick for this week
0: Um, I like how in this one, it's, um, I, I I believe it's like talk, talking to cops, which you should never do or something like that, where they're like, if you want to get silly, better go back where you came.
1: Yeah, the cops don't need you. And man, they expect the same. Bro, I
0: am always looking to get silly, regardless of the the authorities (laughs) in the area. So, uh, huh. Might be causing some problems here. Yeah,
1: calling the riot squad because there's some silliness
0: happening in my neighborhood. Yeah, I've, I've ocularly ocularly ascertained some silliness in my area.
1: Hmm. This this Shake Shack tastes a little silly. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> going have a little silly meal. Uh, <laughs> see how that goes.
1: Yeah. So this is a song about. Um. There's a. You're you're in Juarez now, and somebody named Annie gave you bonitis, and you're sad mm-hmm. about it, and all of your friends. Because you started playing electric guitar, so you say, Fuck it, I'm going back to New York and my final song will be acoustic. Do you like me
0: again? Mm-hmm. Um I do but so okay. Bit of a, s I don't know how how real this one is. Verse four up on Housing Project Hill, area name taking from Jack Kerouac's Desolation Angels. Fittingly, the next song on the album is Desolation Row.
1: I was yeah, I totally picked up on that when you're that's mm, a it's really weird. incisive.
0: Definitely. Have
1: you ever read On the Road? Like, no, I like to in high school, I pretended to, to read a whole Jack bunch of guys, but no.
0: Kerouac gets in a big car with his friend and they drive across the country and They'll say, damn, uh, there's a lot of it. He says there's a lot of it. He has sex with se- with several different people and relationships and they get odd jobs. They're like, today, I think I will uh, pick. I'm, like a pick fr- I'm a pin boy. I'll pick. I'm a pinboy, I'll pick fruits with the migrant workers. And they say, this sucks. And then they just leave and drive back and then they're home. So cool. Not a great book, wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. I have, like, three copies of it, just from people being like, you know what words are, have this. I'm like, oh, shit, thanks. <laughs> uh,
1: what a dark time when Slaughterhouse-Five hadn't been written yet, and you I had to know. read on the road.
0: <laughs> yeah, to read on, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what, last final, I don't know if there's one on the next, uh, we'll find out. Last official Columbia Records annotation, original lyric, but it was all a laugh. Final take, but the joke was on me. I think I'm going to become the Joker.
1: I like the original one better.
0: Yeah, just having a laugh, mate. Yeah, he yeah.
1: recently probably met the Beatles at that point.
0: Exactly. Um, do you want to get Des- to...
2: Desolation,
0: woo! Desolation, woo! Desolation, woo! um desolation row last uh track on here comes in at a crisp 11 minutes and 21 seconds
1: yeah it's like what 20 percent of the album or
0: something it is it is a a decent chunk of the album uh cover desolation row by my chemical romance okay
1: it's probably just as slow probably good
0: um yeah there's only three verses in this one so yeah oh they recovered they covered it for the 2009 movie watchmen
1: so, oh wow, so I have heard it. Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh anyway. man, I must have been so mad because I remember being in the theater and like when the sh- it opens with like the fucking times they are a change in or something and I was like, mm-hmm. "Damn, this is a movie for me."
0: Yeah, damn, I'm really enjoying it. And I was song. like, "Who
1: the fuck is any character but the blue man for the next 2 <laughs> hours?" Uh,
0: this this song is all my favorite characters from the album come together for a big circus.
1: Yeah, this
0: you is can, let me enable Cinderella, Hunchback, can i Quasi hit you with moto. something
1: uh-huh. can i hit you with something yeah this song
2: mm-hmm.
1: is jungle land 2 I,
2: okay. zero
0: but okay yeah it's a prequel to jungle land it's the same song as it's canterbury tales 2 okay but it doesn't have the big man sax solo
1: that's true it doesn't because they that's didn't my, have that yet
0: my only complaint but it's like, like even like, in the even in the, the fucking
1: uh, first song, he was calling like he was like he he called something a chrome. He called a motorcycle a chrome horse. Like he was
0: talking about the magic rat and his quick machine. So like yeah, you know, and you can this see is the influence.
1: It's this is just uh, we live in a sad neighborhood mm-hmm. and everybody is poor. And mm-hmm. then that, they do that for they do that for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, mo- I usually skip the song. <laughs>
0: Um, I, the other night, I was, as P. Got Heads know, I was uh, modding my stupid keyboard, yeah. and I was assembling little parts, <laughs> and Kim really likes it, and I was putting them together, and I was like, let me let me double up my pleasure. Let me do this extremely tedious work while getting my fun point listening in. And I was like, I did like five or six switches, and I was like, damn, I'm making good time, in, and it's only been one song. <laughs> and I realized I was like nine minutes into Desolation. <laughs>
1: I gotta tell you, it was, it's a, it was a bad sign to me when I saw that you had been posting about all kinds of other music and never mentioned Bob Dylan in the last two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Because, no. You were like, damn, the new Final Fantasy music's kind of a bop.
0: Damn, this shit whips ass. Uh, but that's that's because I'm just playing it, and I this is thinking man's music, bro. So right. Yeah. You really need to dig in and talk Very about internal Yeah. T. S. Eliot and penny whistles or whatever. But yeah, when I sure. hear "Way to the World," Final Fantasy remix, I say, "Hot damn! Time to post in fun point." Yeah. yeah.
1: You listen and to Rules of to, Nature one hundred times, and then you're you. like, "Okay, I'll listen to one." Thumbs uh, blues. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll listen to one from a Buick Six. Um, the rules but of also, nature. I got it. and they rise when the sun comes up. Live. Uh, <laughs> also, I had to save my takes for the the content. Of course, of course. So, after this, it's unlocked. It'll be constantly be Bob Dylan posting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you have yourself to thank for that.
1: Right. Of course.
0: Um. So, did you, do you like the song? No, not particularly. <laughs> um. I mean, you didn't like harmonica solo before verse ten. No, that that really is a, that's a fucking stop. He's already dead. Uh, <laughs> like, what do you have to say that you I'm, haven't already said, Bob? I'm I'm glad to have gone back and listened to what I've been told is a highly influential and respected <laughs> album. I'm glad to have done that. Um, I don't think I will be comically dust to his it. hands. I don't think I'll be list list. I don't think I'll be putting and Ballad of a Thin Man on my Let That Boy Cook. A playlist, oh, yeah? but that's not to say I I um I have respect for the album. Let's say uh-huh. I think so. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't. If I if we were in 1965 and they just invented Tumblr, like my private Tumblr would have been like Desola- Desolation Row, because this one's all about like you can't understand the dark entropy place unless you're there too with me, man. Mm-hmm. and so that that would be like the first time I was like damn is there like a disease that like that that relates to that I might have
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: about it. but now in the cold light of 2020 it's kind of like I can just listen to three cheers for sweet revenge it's hey, all good, what, if, bro. Uh,
0: what if it was a defecation row <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> yeah dude hell yeah let it rip (laughs) the doctor nobody has to fart too much on disable my pain inhibitors i'm ready i want to feel it Uh uh-huh pretty good do we do slap city or questions first slap city all right let me tab on over to that slap city scroll down um you went first last week so i'm up this week yeah. Um should I go just completely off the rails or the or off the rails but related to something we talked about? Go nutty with it. Go nutty with it. Okay. Um how what age were you when you like first listened to this? Like what would you say? Like Fourteen, something like 14. that. Fourteen. Um okay, so I'm gonna pick something else that I was listening to when I was also that age sure. that I don't listen to anymore. Um I'm going to pick uh to awake and avenge the dead by Thrice. Mm. Uh this song Whoops. Thrice. thrice, yeah. I remember seeing Thrice open for a band that is now canceled. And it was when they started putting out their like themed albums that were called like Aether or like Wind or whatever. And I remember exact like standing asleep falling up as they were playing songs from it. But then they played um like the artist in the ambulance and I was like, Okay, I'm back. I'm into it. <laughs> Um, here's before I before
1: I offer my pick, I just want to sort of challenge you a bit Mm -hmm. because you said that you wouldn't put this on the Let That Boy Cook playlist. Mm -hmm. But did you notice earlier this week a famous summer playlist dropped that did have Bob Dylan on it? No,
0: he did not. Whose playlist was
1: it? Former President Barack Obama released Uh... his 2020 summer playlist and he had Billie Eilish, Beyonce, John Legend, The Chicks. uh Uh, some other people but also bob dylan was imagine hanging out by the poolside with your friends barack obama and the verizon ceo and then Mm -hmm. uh ballad of a thin man comes on right after you should see me in a crown and you all say damn this is good
0: bobby b really put um other bob dylan on uh boner jams 2020 huh yeah he sure did that's that takes a brave man to do something like that
1: Yeah, it's, it's, he's he's using his, he's using his capital appropriately. And then,
0: and then you post a screenshot. He posts a screenshot of that on the Spotify playlist and then says something like, the strength of our nation is defined by its citizens. (laughs) And then that image, like below it, of the ballad of a thin man. Uh Okay. It's going to be cool in 40 years when
1: President Pete is also lying about listening to Bob Dylan. It's going to be so good. (laughs)
0: Um, all right, you're up. What you got for me?
1: Um so I'm 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 doing a, a Slap City faux pas, but you okay. did it first, so I'm going to do a, I'm going to get mine in. No, I have we'll to pick a right. I I have to pick a live ba- a live Dylan. Okay, because number 1, I went to go listen to like Bob Dylan's like other projects and they're so good that I want to do another album about them down the road. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm not picking Traveling Wilburys cuz we'll get to them in 2023.
0: Okay. That sounds it's like fucking- um a Wes Anderson movie. It's it's their super group that has
1: like fucking Roy Orbison and George Harrison and fucking Tom Petty in it. Okay, um, it's good. So I'm picking a live version of "Shelter from the Storm." Uh, mm-hmm. Hat tip to friend of the show Alexis for turning me on to this this live track. Uh-huh. So he has this song called "Shelter from the Storm" regular, and it's like it's good, but it's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm putting on "Shelter from the Storm" live at Hughes something Hughes, Hughes Memorial Bone Booth off oh, of and- Hard
0: Rain remastered.
1: Because sometimes when he's live, he'll do a song fast and good, okay. and mm-hmm. and this is an example of him doing it fast and good.
0: Okay, he gets a
1: little I'll nutty I'll with it. It's pretty good on
0: there. Yeah, everyone deserves to be a little nutty. Um, even our friend Bobby D, not yeah. to be confused with Bobby B, not to be confused with Barack Obama. Right. Um, questions. If you have a question, you can send it to us at you love to hear it. Usually, post it the day before we record, which today is a uh, we're doing the rare Sunday recording. Mm-hmm. Um. He, because yesterday at our normal recording time, uh, some someone was like, I'm going to rework the bathroom. I'm just going to get in there. And what I'm going to do is, like, just slam up the tiles and, like, throw shit on the walls. And when you use the scary bathroom downstairs, I'm going to say, is anyone in here? I need to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how it...
1: <laughs> but... It's it's, it's important that, we, that we're doing a Sunday recording now because... Three weeks from now.
2: Mm-hmm. Regular
0: football. full season of football starts. Full season of We gotta do our draft. Dude, I'm talking to my horn. real
1: life nerd friends and I'm like, can you please do a draft with me so I can do more football? I miss get, it so much.
0: Oh my God, bro. I'm going to be working at a high school with several sports programs. Can Dude, you be imagine the coach. This- I'm gonna get... I'm gonna be friends with a coach, and I'm gonna join a fantasy league at my school with teachers. Oh dude, that rules. It's gonna happen.
1: I was genuinely, like, up late, late at night being like, oh, shit, I'm getting a doctorate in something I'm never gonna do. And I was just, like, thinking of, like, oh, maybe I could, you know, be, like, a high school teacher, and then, oh, fuck... I know enough about football
0: now. I could be the coach. I could be the offensive coordinator. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't tell you what the defensive positions are, and I've never been tackled in my life, mm. but they would respect me and like it if I showed up and was like, hey, what's up? Uh, I have a
0: chronic butt disease. Uh, yeah. and I've never played football before. Go out for a pass. What's up, dude? I don't have half of my digestive system, and I don't know what a fade route is. I'm here to be the defensive lineman I'm coach. Get- I'm gonna okay. So I I need you to do the beast quake every play. Go. Uh, but what I want to do is be like, oh yeah, sure, I'll join. Don't really follow football that much, but I'll, oh, I'll yeah. get in on it. And then just like dec like be, have them underestimate me. Oh yeah. And be like, you fools! Of course, I of of course I know what a wide receiver is. Of course, I'm picking DK Metcalf ahead of Tua
1: Lockett because he ha- he has b- boom potential.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, fucking questions. What do we got? Let me see. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, from friend of the show, Siberian Pine, Bumble Breeze on Twitter. What does Biblical Brooks think of Dylan's <laughs> summary of Genesis 22?
1: Do you, do you know what Genesis 22 is? I do not. It's the Binding of Isaac. It's the highway, 20, highway 61 funny thing.
0: Okay, but not the video game that looks bad to see.
1: No, it's not that. It's the one where... Um, Old Testament God was getting kind of nutty with it. Mm-hmm. He, was like, mm-hmm. he was like, "No, no offense to you know the Old Testament likers among us, mm-hmm. um, but there's you know it's this this story and Job are kind of the ones where it's
2: like from,
0: I'm not versed in I'm not I'm not biblical, biblical Brooks, but from what I understand, Old Testament God is basically just Vince McMahon, like <laughs> it's, as far as I understand it.
1: There is a whole book where. Jesus was on a hot couch with Satan, and they were just they were just playing 2K, and and Satan was eating cereal, and he was like, "Bro, you will if you are sufficiently mean enough to this guy for no reason and kill his entire family, he will stop having faith in you." And God said, "Bet," and then he did all those things, and then the guy was like, "I still like God." And then uh, Satan spit out his Honey Nut Cheerios cereal, yeah. That's the book of Job, and I kind of feel the same way about Genesis 22. So I kind of like that Bob Dylan was sort of just like. Yeah, and then he was like, go kill your son. And he was right. like, no, but okay.
0: <laughs> okay, sounds I mean, good."
1: I mean, there's a bunch of different like, interpretations of it. Mm-hmm. But like the one that I got was very much like, look at how faithful Abraham was, because he was going to murk his son <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> and then an angel went down and said, we were kidding. <laughs> and then that's an example prank, of it how a it Prank, was a prank,
2: bro.
0: Yeah, it's, oh, dude, you're on YouTube. You're Vlog Squad, we got you. Holy prank gone wrong. Killed my son. <laughs> Uh, Up next we have what might be one of my favorite Questions of all times Haunted transgender gray spirit spirit doll At love small song on twitter says You've talked about artists who you shouldn't try to cover Because your version will definitely sound worse Is Bob Dylan the only musician Who's the opposite (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: yeah i think so and i'm now i know that i've put and part of why i didn't put a cover on slap city is because i already did uh jimmy hendrix which is like the most famous one mm-hmm. um and i i i like the bob version too but it's it's, it's just jimmy like hendrix
0: version of whiffs ass yeah it's just like
1: come on
0: like <laughs> not even in terms of just like oh he's a bad singer but like take what was it tombstone 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 blues blues, and just put like a sick double bass in there and it gets better Oh yeah yeah (laughs) if if you do if you do tombstone
1: blues nightcore it gets immediately better oh hell yes yeah so i think i think me and you could probably put out a sonically better highway 61 revisited than Mm -hmm. just if we did the truly madly deeply lads voice Mm -hmm. i think we can make a good
0: um a fellow of Infinite Funny at Yannis Capavari, friend of the show on Twitter says, Which uh-huh. of the famous pop culture characters in Desolation Row would you take out and which characters from A Song of Ice and Fire, George's Bizarre Adventure, or Full Metal Alchemist would you put instead? <laughs> I mean, I'm just swapping them all all out. T. S. Eliot, fucking gone. Ezra Pound each. Doctor Filth, get out of here. Doctor take out Doctor Filth, put Doctor Phil in there. That's what
1: I want. <laughs> Dr. Phil from A Song of Ice and Fire who works Song at the Ice end at the crossroads.
0: He's, handing, he's doing the handing you an L thing, but it's a, a jar of wildfire. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Nero, goodbye. Um, Jotaro, hello. Now, Dr. What Marco you're... would be in Desolation Row. Dr. Marco would... Oh, the, shit!
1: The fucking... What if it's, what if it's about... It's about Ario Speedwagon and Jack the Ripper. Yes. It's like no... about Wind Knight's Lot or whatever the fuck.
0: Yeah, it's 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 Ripper Street or whatever. Yeah, where Speedwagon threw his hat. That's yeah. Desolation Row. And instead of Cain and Abel, it's fucking um, Tarkis and Bruford. Yeah, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Mister um, Yoki, fuck him. <laughs> we got to get Darkstar in here because he is of the night.
1: Yeah, um, he would. Yeah, he would live in Desolation Row. Desolation Row is just like all of our forgotten bits from over the years.
0: Yeah. Desolation Row is the place where you, where they make, like, bowls of brown or whatever. Like, yeah, that's right. the street in King's Landing where Joffrey got shit thrown at him. <laughs> and it hit him in the face.
1: <laughs> yeah, they really did call him a doo-doo boy.
0: <laughs> uh, finally, Antigone K, Black Lives Matter, on Twitter says, If you could put one really wacky instrument, be it the whistle from Highway 61 <laughs> Revisited, or, like, one of those car horns that go awooga in another Bob Dylan song, what would it be? Where would you put it and why? How does it feel? Let me hit you with this. Your own. Let me hit you with this. How
1: does it feel? And then like as he's singing that, you hear like the Call of Duty hit markers. And oh. then at the end and then you hear like the fucking You hear like the kill streak.
2: Yeah. The... When'd the fucking level up? Da, 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 da. <laughs>
1: And then yeah, in Desolation Row, at the very end, you go
0: mission failed. We'll get them next time. <laughs> the fu- the um like Tombstone Blues, like she ain't got no shoes. But instead of like the shitty guitar solo, it plays the fucking solo from Seven Sevenfold Bat Country. <laughs> like, <laughs> hell yeah,
2: yeah. Let's she go. ain't got no
0: shoes, and I want to
1: paint it black. It sounds
0: yeah. Good. <laughs> uh that's the episode I guess. Hope you liked whatever that was. Yeah. Um
1: uh, last question from Good Apollo and mega Sun Four uh yeah, yeah. How long will we be able to do Bob Dylan voice before it turns into a Brooklyn
0: guy or something? We did it we did it we s- I feel like we were pretty faithful it's just such a good voice that it doesn't need to be like tweaked or. Mm-hmm. Any 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 time you stray from the path, it's like purely an accident. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to evolve into another bit. It's just perfect on its own.
1: Yeah, I'm sure three years from now, um, the next time I'm hanging out at your house, I'm sure I'm going to be like, hey, "Relation Rogo," and you're gonna, you'll probably, the voice will probably have decayed <laughs> in the yeah time. Mm-hmm. In that but time, for now, we're, we're sharp. sharp. We got it
0: exactly. We're on our game. Uh, with this being Brooks' pick, that means next up we have a Patreon pick. Let me... Oh, I need to log in to the email. Well,
1: oh, while uh, you're doing that, do you want me to thank the... Yes, our, please ...$5 and above patrons? I would love that. Okay, cool. I will. Uh, thank you very much to Ziva, Sophie, Silvery Air, Lucky, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ducky Aisha, Barrier Trio... Beep. I was worried you weren't with us anymore. Okay. I'm, Yuka, I'm on
0: top. I'm on... <laughs> listen, this is a full-time gig.
1: I got Aw. you. Mm-hmm. Yuka, Lord Vegeta, Walt... Uh Scapa I'm vamping because the page is loading. Valerie W, Tufster mm-hmm. McGee, Sylvie McAvoy, uh Stephanie Ruff, Ryan Lester, Reza Hawkby, by, mm-hmm. Reliet, Raleigh, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, onion Kalolifer, Nick Jagged, Nicholas Tartaglioni. nicholas uh, Tartaglione Startagli was in a jail cell. Uh, Neve Noel Williams Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice Magdalene Jen, Lauren LeBlanc Kristen Woodruff, K Darling Hey, this is in alphabetical order this time, that's why it's like this
0: Yeah, getting back on it, alright yeah,
1: Okay uh, Janos Kapovari Hex of Lexi, Hecabee, Graham of Steel Emily Vanderwolf, Eddard Stoink Derek Great Big Sword Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall Breakfast, Boigameister Boigameister Black Hayate <laughs> is a very good boy. Audrey Olson, Antigone Progany, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Roy, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Patrick Gallagher, Matt Ribeiro, Gigantic Larry, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Trigger Harpy, and Alex Schaup. Thanks all, thanks all very much.
0: Thanks to all of our strong and brave donors.
1: I keep thinking that the episodes are going to get... Sh- shorter at some point but they just keep getting longer thanks for listening
0: how are they gonna get shorter when she got those no shoes <laughs> like can't expect that to like cut time off the final <laughs> it's true uh well uh i hope everyone enjoyed the good voice happy weed minute by the way let me just be weed minute yeah let me pop over here. all right um because we're definitely not going to do any voices uh, two weeks from now when we discuss our next Patreon pick sent in by a friend of the show Stephanie. Hello gamers, my fun point submission is "Jagged Little Pill" by Alanis Morissette. Semper Ironic. Okay. It, it you got hit. It got hits on there.
1: Everywhere I mean, you look. Everywhere. everywhere
0: you look. Or the <laughs> uncle from Full House. The only thing I know about it. Uh, yeah, oh, like, a lot, you got, you ought to know on here, you got Ironic, Head Over Feet's on here, Hand in My Pocket, this album with pass. A lot of hand shit, looking forward to it. One hand in my pocket, and the other one's doing the circle game, you know, like... Uh-huh. oh,
1: that's gonna be funny, I can't wait. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just a little treat of what you're in for. Oh, man, save uh, it for two weeks.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, Jagged Little Pill. Isn't it, like, some anniversary or something? Um... Yep. Yeah, acoustic re-recording released on June 13, uh, 2005. No, what the fuck? 25th anniversary. There we go. Damn. Great. Um, I'm You could have
1: told me than... it was the 25th anniversary of Highway 61 Revisited, and I would have been like, yeah, probably.
0: I'm older than this album, which fucking sucks. Pretty um, good. But anyway, it's a good one, and we're going to listen to it two weeks. Next week, uh, stay tuned this week for basically everything we do coming out again we got to get uh, Words and Deeds, we got to get a uh, uh, Jim Carrey show, Funny Guy. Mm-hmm. That's my family guy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, Kim's going to love that. It's going to uh, run for so long. And uh, Five Grams of Iron, Full Metal Alchemist, next weekend. So we're reaching the final eight episodes? Yeah, something like eight that. Eight or ten. Um, good shit going on, and you'll love to hear it, productions. So yeah. uh, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Football's uh, back,
1: so you're all excited about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Football's back. Baseball's doing great. None of your favorite teams are out with COVID.
1: No, touchdown. Tom is literally down the street from me right now, throwing throwing big dingers to Chris Godwin, and I'm smiling about it. It's going to be good.
0: Um. Thank you, Bobby D. Thank you, Bobby B. Thank you, Barry O. Thank you. Um, uh, thank you, bigger Paul McCartney. <laughs> bigger Paul theory. Bigger pole theory, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, thanks, Ringo. Thanks to my friend Chris for singing Octopus's Garden. Uh-huh. All the time. um, thanks to
1: the Traveling Warburies for secretly being good, so I won't pick you for Slap City. Um, thanks to uh, the FYE employee who sent me who who let me
0: buy uh, Bob Dylan's Greatest Hits eleven years ago today. I was gonna say I don't mean this in any negative way, but you see, you seem like the kind of person who would have bought a Bob Dylan poster at FYE.
1: Um, I have to this day on my in my childhood bedroom a Bob Dylan poster is still up.
0: Okay, so a lot,
1: along with a John Lennon poster,
0: <laughs> so... right next to each other. Imagine. Yeah, it's a it, uh, it was it was dark times. Thanks To those posters, um, yeah. Well, thanks to all the posters who tweet at us on Twitter, uh, <laughs> it's, next week. it's a dark bedroom. <laughs>
1: Bye. Bye.